I'm Manda, and together we're Black Compat. We're a growing community focused on diversity, inclusion, representation, conversation, and fun on Twitch. Want to be fam? For chill community vibes, Wednesday nights at 7, join BC Row for the Wednesday wind down. Friday nights, join us for Let's Plays where we explore narrative and single player campaign games. Stop by on Fridays at 7. Catch our flagship podcast, The Tribunal, live every other Sunday at 3 p.m., where we talk about issues that are important to us as Black women. Issues like representation, inclusion, diversity, and more within the video games and entertainment industries. Check our channel and social handles to find out when a new tribunal is going to drop. We've got even more content on our YouTube channel, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter handles, and our website, blackandpat.com. So join in the conversation in whatever way you like at Black and Pat. Remember, always and never or. All times are Eastern. And now, the Boston Bastard Brigade, Electric Sisterhood, and On This Train, proudly present No Points, No Race, The World's J-Pop and Alternative Art Squad. Bastards and wenches, welcome to episode 318 of No Borders, No Race. I am your king baby duck, Evan Borgo. Thank you once again for tuning in. So as I mentioned in the last episode, we will be winding down the podcast these next couple of months as I will be moving to Japan to be an assistant language teacher. Although I have no idea if and when I'll bring back the show, know that I will still be keeping a keen ear to the ground when it comes to Japanese music while the show's on hiatus. Hell, now that I'll be living there, I'll have a good chance to get a lot more up close and personal with the Japanese music scene, something that I've been wanting to do since I was in college. But I'm still here in America for the time being, and there's still work to be done with No Borders, No Race. There are a couple of episodes that I'd love to do before I leave, one of which may take a lot of work and dedication to record. So keep a lookout for these special episodes once they drop. Until then, on with the show. On today's No Borders, No Race, we save the world with the king of rock and roll, and a deity takes on some nerdy habits. Plus, with the podcast going on hiatus, I look back and reflect on past bastard soapboxes. We also continue our Boston Calling showcase of local artists playing at this year's festival. But first... Let's start this week's playlist. Remember, as always, if you like what you hear and would like to support these artists, you can find their music on CD Japan, Amazon, Yes Asia, Apple Music, Spotify, Bandcamp, the band's official sites, and your local record store. One of my favorite VTubers has dropped a new single, and it has no right to go as hard as it does. Here's the always entertaining Kurone Inugami with the shockingly club-worthy track, Wonky Monkey.
Gato with Spoon from their classic stereotype A record. Although the duo called it quits in 2017, both Yuka Honda and Miho Hattori have been keeping busy with solo projects, with Hattori's most recent album, Between Isekai and Slice of Life, being inspired by the anime Demon Slayer. Cartoons based on real-life musicians isn't a new thing. The likes of The Beatles, The Jackson 5, Donny Osmond, and Puffy Amayumi have all been given the anime treatment. I'll bet with mixed results. But to do a cartoon based off of a rock legend who is no longer with us can be tricky, as it's not like they're here to put in their own feedback. Fortunately, if a certain king of rock and roll were still here today, he would no doubt love what Netflix's Agent Elvis does to keep his legend alive. Agent Elvis is one of those shows that sounds absolutely stupid on paper, but somehow manages to execute its premise with flying colors. You know, similar to your boy Kongming. Basically, it's Elvis becoming a secret agent while still being in the spotlight at all times. He's got his own pet monkey named Scatter, who seems to be a personification, or is it a chimpification, of all the bad advice Presley had. And as he keeps working with TCB, the truth behind Elvis's powers and skills starts coming to light. This is a show that knows when to be funny with its subject and, in a few cases, take itself seriously. He has his run-ins with the likes of Charles Manson and Robert Goulet, and it even takes real-life events like meeting President Nixon and his Vegas stints and adds some fun and complicated missions to him. But when it starts to dive into Elvis's army past and what goes on at TCB behind his back, Agent Elvis surprisingly lets its characters have the facts sink in and affect their lives and mindsets. Although the thought of Elvis Presley as a secret agent sounds like a joke, the king of rock and roll is never treated as a punchline. It places Elvis in some strange situations, and it's how the real-life Elvis could have acted that makes the comedy work. And on some great sidekicks like the accident-prone Bobby Ray, Agent C.C. Ryder, and even a version of Howard Hughes who's... maybe less crazy than his real-life counterpart, an Agent Elvis manages to deliver a level of fun I haven't seen since the golden years of Archer. Plus, you cannot go wrong with the voice cast. Matthew McConaughey doesn't exactly imitate Elvis, but he's got the attitude and swagger down pat. Caitlin Olsen delivers some good smack both vocally and fight-wise as Agent Cece, while Johnny Knoxville sounds like he's having a blast as Bobby Ray. Most surprising in the cast is Don Cheadle as TCB's commander, who zigzags between intimidatingly funny and occasionally a bit wacky too. Special mention also goes to Priscilla Presley, whose version of herself is both a caring wife and a source of sanity when Elvis needs to clear his brain. Agent Elvis is the kind of cartoon we might have gotten from the king in the 70s. Fortunately, with modern times allowing there to be cartoons for adults, the show is able to be both campy and smart without having to abide by Saturday morning cartoon rules. And it earns its TVMA with the amount of violence, gore, and monkey-causing vices that splatters the screen. Elvis lived an R-rated life, even if he tried to keep it G-rated on stage. So I'm certain that the king would have easily given Agent Elvis his seal of approval. Hopefully, Agent Elvis gets another season. But seeing how Netflix has been treating cartoons that aren't called Big Mouth, 
We'll have to see if Presley can avoid being canceled. I'm somewhat optimistic, thanks to it having a strong cast and a great team of writers and animators. But if you want to better those chances, I urge you to watch Agent Elvis and enjoy this carefully crafted love letter to one of the most influential figures in rock and roll history. Do it. Or uh, Scatter is going to show you what he can do with a loaded gun and a rail of coke. One of my most anticipated albums of this year has been Vestige and Vigil from the Bell Wither Syndicate. And it's a record that melts your face off every chance it gets. It's also been one of my most recent go-to workout albums, which I don't think this band intended to make it a good weightlifting record, but here we are. From Vestige and Vigil, here are the Bellwether Syndicate with Republic. So confident, virtuous intent, ready to dispense holy judgment divine.
everybody. This is Phil the Issues Guy from IssuesProgram.com and Phil the Issues Guy on YouTube. Do you like television? Do you like talking about television? Do you have problems and can't sleep at night? If you any of those things are true, come on down and join Phil the Issues Guy on YouTube. Phil's recap and review or check out IssuesProgram.com to check out our stuff. Basically, what we do is we talk a lot about television, some movies, but mainly television. We do post-episode recaps, live viewings, drunk commentary games, and just general analysis. So if you love television, you don't have a ton of people to talk about television, or you just cannot get enough of some of these awesome shows like Vikings, Better Call Saul, Westworld, Game of Thrones, even The Walking Dead, and some other random shows that just pop up here and there. If you cannot get enough of all those programs and you want to talk about them... Jump on over, join in the live motherfucking chat with some of the best people in the world that all share their thoughts real time whenever we go live. So if you subscribe to the YouTube channel, you follow the YouTube channel by clicking that little bell thing, you can find out anytime we go live. You can also check out issuesprogram.com for a backload of all of our stuff and check out our podcast on Stitcher, iTunes, and lots of other places. Huge thanks to all of you and hope you check it out and hope you enjoy it. And I'll talk to you guys next time.
Sergi Bungaku with Carol from last year's brilliant album, Our Hope, which was one of our picks for the best Japanese records of 2022. The band's been releasing new singles these past couple of months, so hopefully that'll mean their next record will be just around the corner. One of my favorite anime of the last 10 years has been Himoto Umaru-chan, the story of a girl who's perfectly perfect in school and a complete lazy ass at home had a great mixture of comedy and heart throughout its run. But, you know, it's been six years since the hamster-hooded nerd has shown up in anime, meaning that there's probably a chance we won't see another season anytime soon. Fortunately, Omaru has lazily passed the baton to an individual that's not only worthy of it, you could say that it's of divine intervention that the opportunity has come to her. I am talking, of course, about the one known as Otaku Elf. The new Queen of Lace is a 621-year-old elf girl named Elda, who acts as the local deity of the Takamimi Shrine. However, her social anxiety and extreme shyness makes it all the more difficult for her to perform her duties as the Takemimi Himi no Mikoto. That's where Koito Kogane, the new Miko of the shrine, comes in and offers as much help as she can. And boy, does Elda milk that lifeline for everything that it's got. You learn very quickly in Otaku Elf that Elda would rather do anything else besides her job as deity. She plays video games, drinks Red Bulls, not a knockoff, by the way, makes model kits, and collects toys of her favorite robot frog anime. And Koito often has it up to here with her mannerisms, to the point where she curses the day she chose to become Miko in the first place. But despite her lazy mannerisms, Elda does have a lot of good within her. In the first episode, it's revealed that Elda comforted a young Koito after her mother passed away. She listens to criticisms and, while it takes some time, attempts to put in some effort to better herself. Of course, it helps when the townsfolk like to shower gifts like sweets and virtual reality headsets to Elda, as the right bribe can motivate the elf girl to do just about anything she's asked. But the real heart of Otaku Elf rests on the bond between Elda, Koito, and Koito's younger sister, Koyuzu, who's a lot more put together than her older sister. And it's not like Elda lacks the capability to help, she just needs the right push. Even when she barely opens a door for a visitor, she still lends an ear to those who seek her guidance. Granted, like I said, a little bribe does help, but so long as no one makes fun of her big ears, Elda finds a way to come out of her shell. You know, before the next big video game craze comes around and swallows her attention. Otaku Elf is a delightful little watch. It's not the funniest anime of the season, but it delivers the coziest laughs out of everything else that's airing. I don't know if it'll reach the same heights of popularity as Himoto Amaro-chan, but we should at least be thankful that the anime world has given us another lazy spirit animal to dote over. You can watch Otaku Elf on High Dive, where I'm certain a dub will be coming around sometime in the near future. It's the kind of anime that feels like a blessing to watch. I'll bet a blessing covered in Red Bull and Sentai Ranger toys.
Up next are our boys in Electric Eel Shock who are hitting the road in Japan again soon. Here's the opening track from their Sweet Generation album, Texas Burning Yellow. Freedom. Knowledge. The Abstract Japan Podcast at abstractjapan.com.
What else would you expect from a band that calls themselves Grave Desecrator? That was Necromantical Hex from their upcoming album, Immune Decinum Spiritus, that arrives in stores this Friday. And now, folks, we continue onwards with our seventh Boston Calling 2023 edition of the Beantown Sampler. Boston Calling occurs on Memorial Day weekend happening from May 26th to the 28th at Harvard's Athletic Complex. Our first act today is Sean McMahon, better known as Workman Song. He first caught his chops on the subway platforms of New York City, but now Workman Song has been compared favorably to artists like Bob Dylan and Rodriguez, with many of his songs exploring the edges of faith and theology. Workman's Song will be playing day three of Boston Calling, and this is their most recent single, Worst Mistakes. Life's a little one-man short show And then Some say it's scripted, some say no You gotta be a fool if you think you know I've got in control Cause I've got a story for the ages But I've been lost in the turning pages And all them changes at wax and then wait That's the struggle, that's the grappling match that no one asks for, but God, anyway. Many times I've fought in vain, whether by fluke or by faith. I thank God my greatest accidents are my worst mistakes. Mistakes, mm-hmm. mistakes. 
Star Trek to Back to the Future, we've got your pop culture reactions and news over at LeaguePodcast.com. The League of Ordinary Gentlemen comic book podcast is more than just comic. Check us out wherever you get your podcasts on social at League Podcast. Arms reach, keeping you right. Arms reach, won't open my heart again. Won't open my heart again. Lonely, afraid of being lonely. The company's not everything. It's safer underground. Yeah. 
From last year's songs for the newly reclusive EP, that was Actor Observer with Arms Reach. Their dynamic sound and electric live performances are charged with a visceral sincerity and vulnerability that many audience members can find refreshing in the current age of post-hardcore. You can catch them on day two of Boston Calling. With No Borders No Race going on an indefinite hiatus, I realized that my avenue to vent frustrations on will be gone. And perhaps that's a good thing, as I don't ever want to say the wrong thing here and cause myself to lose my teaching job. But sharing my thoughts on things like human rights, politics, and the current state of cancel culture has been... Well, it hasn't been fun. Perhaps the right word for it is therapeutic? But I normally speak seriously when talking about these things, as they are of a serious subject matter. Topics like transphobia, Black Lives Matter, and Stop Asian Hate are important to me because I know people who have been affected by them both positively and negatively. Watching as former heroes of music slowly lose their minds or commit heinous acts has been such a great lesson on why one should be very careful when putting someone on a pedestal. Even things like video games and anime development toxicity is something that I pay very close attention to. In fact, as I said last time, my feelings on the video game industry today has made me really pull back on my game coverage, on top of it taking so damn long to complete one game to review. But unlike the James Stephanie Sterlings or Angry Joes of the world, my platform isn't as strong and sturdy as theirs. So it goes without saying that my bastard soapbox segments here have been more about me venting for my health than anything else. Not that these aren't important issues, mind you. I just don't have that strong a reach to actually make a difference. So perhaps it's a good thing that I'm taking myself out of a place that relishes on toxicity and the like. I loved being in Connie last summer, and seeing almost nothing negative happening on the news was just such a breath of fresh air. And I say almost nothing negative because, you know, uh, former Prime Minister Abe's assassination had just happened, which was still a big talking point over there. Watching the news in America has been tough for me, and it's done bad things for my mental health. So I'm glad that I'll no longer be subjected to one horrifying piece of news after another when I move to Japan. Mind you, I'm not saying everything is rainbows and sunshine in Japan. That country has its own problems with work toxicity, racism, and sexual harassment. What I'm saying is I'll take hearing about those problems over having to see another mass shooting or another bill passing that'll make it difficult for transgender kids to play on the sports teams they feel comfortable with. I'm not ignoring these problems as they obviously should be talked about and dealt with. I'm just saying that I'm glad to be going to a country where they're careful with spreading horrifying news. In any case, when I am away from doing No Borders in a Race and my bastard soapbox segments, I'm going to take the opportunity to ease my mind and find my inner peace. 
as of this show, I still don't know where in Japan I'll be set, but hopefully where I'll be will be a place where I can find that peace of mind. A nearby forest, a riverside, a quiet place to reflect and collect my thoughts without having to deal with noise and autism-based anxieties. I'm going to do what I can to better myself, and a first step for me will be to turn off the news and turn on the beauty that's surrounding me. Honestly, I have no idea where I was going with this segment. Just, <laughs> I don't know. Even when I step away from the mic, maybe, um, well, I know. Even when I step away from the mic, I urge you to keep your ear to the floor and speak up for those who are being hurt. America has got a long way to go before it reaches the same heights as it did during the Obama area, with work to help minorities, people of different faiths and backgrounds, and those in the LGBTQ plus community needing to keep on going. As I plan to step away soon, I sincerely hope that you listeners will keep on doing what's right and side with those who are trying to do their best to make America a better place to live. Right then, let's return to the playlist. Our third and final local Boston Calling act today is simply called Couch. The Septic injects each track with their signature flavor, expressive horns, warm vocals, and bubbling synth crafting an oasis for musicians and non-musicians alike. They'll be playing day three of Boston Calling, and this is their recent single, Saturday. Saturday, rest can't wait. I got a list of million letters long. Nothing planned till I reach the end. No reward I can't afford to indulge in pleasures till this is What's it like to close your eyes without time bombs taking up inside your head? Lay me down, and I get stressed out. And I try and try and try, but I just can't get it right. Am I the only one? Yeah, I try and try and try, but the end is not in sight. to be
that. Presenting a bold new adventure into Lovecraftian horror and black comedy, The Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program's acclaimed second series, The Terrible Secret of Lot X. Sold to the woman in green. Estelle Thorpe has made a precarious purchase. Get anything good? Contents of automobile trunk, back seat, and glove box, unsorted. Mmm, riveting. But this auction win is more than it seems. A deranged man tried to outbid me. He confronted me afterwards. That box you bought? Burn it if you know what's good for you. He who is not to be named killed those boys and it's my fault. Just like he's gonna kill you. To solve the paranormal mystery she's uncovered, Estelle assembles an unlikely crew of curiosity seekers. Moses Cubbenfield, a renowned mountain man author. Estelle, ma'am, I, I, I promise that if you are trying to win me over, the odds are good, but the goods are odd. Cherry Featherbottom, a flapper who's more than she seems. I'm going to just be upstairs cleaning my gun. <laughs> Who are you, my dad? <laughs> Oswald Sinclair, Hobo King. That's not jam. That is definitely the opposite of jam. That is people jam. Anjana Ramakrishnan, Estelle's partner in a cult adventure. You summoned a demon and you don't remember it, darling. No firearms. Not right now. And Kenneth Rogers, a notorious gambler. I can play cards any old day, but chicken lunch at Thorpe Manor? Mm-mm. That sounds like a mighty fine time, I tell you what. Together, they encounter monsters above and below, and an unholy conspiracy that threatens to shred their sanity to tatters. This is startling and strange, but darling, we might be onto something here. This is why we came to Arkham, after all. Not for murderous grave robbers and disappearing children. The Necronomicon. Whatever your intent with this book, I caution you and say with all certainty, you will find more danger than answers. You brought me back. You, you all brought me back. Brought you back from what? This is not our world. This is not our world at all. When the dance is done and his infernal song rings loudest, there will be no lewd carnality denied to us. You leap onto this thing's back and bury your hatchet in its neck. He howls. I will eat you. Dear Lord, what happened to you? It's take t- too long to explain. We gotta get to uh, get to the hospital. I'll tell you what right wow. now, we, we can't go to the police with this. Yeah, I suspect you're right. They'll put us in the sanitarium. I The air gives way to the crushing depths. You're drowning. You're drowning in a sea of yellow. In this program, our cast actually lives the terror. It's an improvised audio drama that uses Chaosium's Call of Cthulhu role-playing game and the wits of our players to weave these uncanny tales. This is a cinematic radio play where anything can happen, and these poor souls never know what's going to crawl out of the darkness. Discover the terrible secret of Lot X, the entire second series now available on your favorite podcast player. Just search for The Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program or unlock all our secrets at CthulhuMystery.com.
from her 2005 debut album, 18. That was Nana Kitade with Fake. Just recently, Nana completed a European tour that celebrated her 20th anniversary in the music scene. Here's hoping a new album arrives soon, be it solo or through her Teenage Kisses band. So, Agent Elvis wa Elvis Presley no Himitsu no Seikatsu o Tanoshiku Wilda ni Egata Sakuhin des. Den Setsu no Rokusta ni Ke o Harai Nagara Elvis o Omoshiroku Suro Ho Ho o Shite Imas. Subarashi Action to Koe no Casto o Sanaita Agent Elvis wa Chu Mokon ni Atai Suru Odoroku Hodo Sugureta Anane des. Edo Mae Elfo wa Himoto Umaruchan no Honkara Tsuyoi Peji o Tori Dashte Imas. Koito to Eldano Kizuna wa Tsuyoku Doke mo Kawaikute Warare Masu. Edo Mae Elfo wa Sono Kokoro o Shimesu Toki. Kokoro atatamaru shunkan o takusan te kyoshi. Hazukashigari o koku fukursuru tame no ikutsu ka no subarashi kyokun o te kyoshimas. Saigoni, watashi no podcast wa owarimasu ga. Watashi ga hanashite kita oku no shakai mondai wa mada no kote imas. Listener no minasan ichinin ga watashi tachi no sekai no mondai o ninshiki shitsuzuke. Sapoto o hitsuyo to shiteru hitobito no tameni tachigaete kudasai. Tsumaruto koro nanimo sijishinaito supete ni ochiro koto ni narimas. My thanks again to Mikio Hatore-sensei of the Cultural Exchange Initiative for helping to translate this part for me. Remember, if you'd like to know more information on the CEI, be sure to visit their website at ceinitiative.org. You can also follow CE Initiative on Instagram and Facebook. Tickets are available on Eventbrite for this year's re-event at Showa Boston, which will be happening on Saturday, June 3rd at 10.30 a.m. The Horse Girls are back with a new four-episode anime series, Uma Musume Pretty Derby, Road to the Top, airing on YouTube. Why is this series so damn well written? Anyways, to celebrate this short series and its upcoming third season, a new winning live remix album has just been unleashed, featuring some of the biggest DJs in Japan giving their own spin on these Horse Girl songs. Here are Lin, Sari Onishi, Rika Kinugawa, Azusa Tadokoro, Naomi Ozara, Yui Ogura, and Ayasu Fujino with the Teddy Lloyd remix version of Blow My Game.
churros, butterbeer, funnel cake, boysenberry. There's no food like theme park food. Eat the Magic is a YouTube series about theme park food in Southern California and maybe Florida. Eat the Magic is hosted by a childless millennial of real repute, Jared the Greek. Karen's want him, Chad wants to be him, no bothers given. Tune into our show, Eat the Magic, on YouTube. See our thirst for Dole Whip on Instagram at Eat the Magic. We'll see you real soon at the parks. Why? Because we like you.
The new pornographers with Cat and Mouse with the Light from their new album, Continue as a Guest. The new pornographers are currently on the road in the U.S. and will be in my neck of the woods on May 15th at the Boston Royale. Very excited for that show. Well, that about wraps up this week's episode of No Borders, No Race. Remember, for the recent news, reviews, podcast episodes, and videos from the Boston Bastard Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, or if you're in a band and want to be featured on our show, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbastardbrigade.com, like us on facebook.com slash bostonbastardbrigade, and follow us on b3crew.tumblr.com. And you can follow me on Twitter, the J-Pop Video Games Anime Amino pages, Instagram, and Twitch at KingBabyDuckESH. Don't forget to give some love to our friends at Black Compat, which you can find at BlackCompat.com, Twitch.tv slash BlackCompat, and YouTube.com slash BlackCompat. Promotional consideration provided for this week's track from the Bellwether Syndicate made possible by Shameless Promotion PR. And a very special thank you to Lusitanian Ghosts for their contribution to Shameless Tuesdays. Shout out to Kabar PR for sending us Grave Desecrator. Good fucking loud music that was. CEI and Show Boston's re-event will be happening on Saturday, June 3rd, beginning at 10.30am. The Japanese students will be hosting some cultural events, and I will once again be emceeing the auditorium show. Our buddies Aztec and Paranam from Hybrid Thoughts, Sherry Kubrick, and future funk master Mary Notilde will be performing at the event too. Tickets are now available on Eventbrite, and you can click the link for it in this podcast post. We're ending the show with the closing theme to this season's big spin-off show, Konosuba, an explosion on this wonderful world. More Megumin is never a bad thing. And what I love about this song is how it reminds me a lot of an act that I played earlier, Sibomato. Here are the actresses behind Megumin in Yunyun, Rie Takahashi and Akitoyosaki with the incredibly catchy Jump In. And until next time, this is your King Baby Duck, reminding you that you don't have to be from Boston to be a bastard, but it sure helps.
れた冒険者だっていいじゃないか。鉄壁くぐり抜けて、雑木林抜けて、地上の空論だけじゃ物足りないから、歪んだ Hey guys, this is your King Baby Duck Evan Borgo from the Electric Sisterhood and your host for the No Borders No Race podcast. Each episode, we play the best, brightest, and hottest acts from Japan, America, Europe, and the rest of the world. Every song spun is but a mere taste of what you can expect of the artists heard, so if you truly loved what hit your eardrums, please be sure to support these musicians and buy their albums, EPs, and singles. Places like Amazon.com, CD Japan, Yes Asia, Bandcamp, iTunes, and even your local record store are great places to plop down some sweet moolah to let those artists know that they're doing a heck of a good job with their melodies. The more an artist gets support from listeners, the better the chance that they'll come to a venue nearest you to play the sounds that won your heart. This message is brought to you by the Boston Bash Brigade, reminding you all to support your local, national, And international artists, any way you can.